0: All right. Hello and welcome. Just a family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV, as I like to call it. I am your host, Melissa Kretschler. Today, we're going to be talking about spirit guides, and I'm super excited to get into this one. Um, Our sponsor today is the Butterfly Lotus Company. Uh, Want to learn what your, how to get in touch with your spirit guides? Want to learn what your spiritual gifts and abilities are? Or would you like to check out their spiritual their sorry, their signature program, the Spiritual Empowerment Trinity Uh, It's a three-part program that's going to help you build your spiritual foundations and create a happier, healthier spiritual journey. So, um, and you can start with that through their link, the Introduction to Spiritual Gifts and Abilities. Go and check that out. Link in the description. As for that, I am Melissa Kretchler. I'm your host, as always. And I'm going to hand it over to our guest speaker. Laura, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Laura West. Uh, I'm a registered nurse, psychic medium, energy healer, author, podcast host, etc. <laughs> I'm happy to be here.
0: All the titles we subscribe to, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we can get over exactly. all the titles we subscribe to. Um, <laughs> so you and I were talking on pre-screening and we were talking about spirituality and we were talking about mediumship and intuition and again, all those titles and all those roles. And during that process, we got into spirit guides and signs and symbols and asking for help. And a lot of people who are just joining the spiritual community are just awakening into their spiritual journey, don't really have an understanding of what that looks like. Um, we're constantly getting signs and symbols. We're getting spirit guide messages. We're getting animal spirit messengers. We're getting, the, there's so many opportunities options and opportunities available to us to connect with the other side or connect with the universe to say help me (laughs) help me please um so that's that's what we're talking about today what what do you think your favorite part about spirit guides is oh that's such a great
1: question um (laughs) well for me Personally, from what I've experienced with spirit guides, I think what I, what I love most about them, um, in general is how they have lived lives on earth. And so they can empathize with us. And that's one of the qualities or factors that differentiates them from angels or, uh, you know, maybe some other potential, um, members of our soul team. So it allows them to empathize with our situation. So it's not always just happy-go-lucky all the time. Oh, you're going to be fine. Everything's great. It's going to be like, oh, that does suck. I've been there before or whatever the case may be. So I think that's what I really gravitate towards with spirit guides because it's also being human, uh, you know, they're kind of like a, a bridge almost to the other side. And it just feels more tangible, uh, and, and easier to perhaps process working with them versus maybe other members of the soul team who for myself, at least feel a bit more into the other side and maybe have less of a foot in this side or have at least experienced it. So I think that's probably one of my favorite factors about them.
0: Absolutely. Um, I, I love it because we talk about ascended masters and our purpose on earth is to experience, right? Because the other side, there is none of this on the other side. There is no strife. There is no struggle. And this Thank is goodness. my thing, right? <laughs> on The other side, I don't believe in heaven and hell. I believe in the other side, how it's love and light. It is, you know, just this place where we go and we download and we're, we're just, we, we're being right. We're, we're being in that moment. And when we come to Earth, our purpose on Earth is to experience. And in order to get to ascended master status, um, you have to go through multiple lifetimes and experience multiple different things, right? So our spirit guides on the other side, I call them our spirit dream team because it's not just spirit guides. It's our loved ones. It's our animals. It's There's so many on that at the other side. So mine's my spirit dream team. But with that, they've experienced what? You know, we we pick and choose before we come here. We pick and choose who we want to help from. And it's because they've experienced what we're going through. Um, maybe they have insight into what we're going through. Maybe they're the people who are going to kick us in the ass on the way and say, remember who you are. Um, you look at my husband and I, we were having a Star Wars marathon. We're, we're going through Star Wars again. And um, we're watching the movies. And even in the movies, right, the ones who have passed, who have come before come back and they guide you and they they speak to you and they give you wisdom and courage and empowerment and i think that's my favorite part of of that spirit dream team is they're there to help you they're there to empower and encourage you and maybe give you that little swift kick in the ass that you need um to keep moving forward and kind of realize what's going on um mm-hmm but a lot of people don't know how to access that spirit dream team or, or even what that looks like. And you and I can give them insights. There are guided meditations that you can use. There is my favorite one. The one that I was taught and the one that I teach is, you know, picturing a safe room, like a a beautiful safe room that only you can get to. Right. And it's in your mind's eye and you picture this room And you picture the color and the feeling and the atmosphere. And mine is like a a, a crawl space. Um, And I don't like crawl spaces, which is funny, but it's like an attic crawl space. And you have to climb these like old school um, ladder in the wall stairs that are literally, you can't tell they're there unless you're looking at the wall and they're like ladder stairs, right? Um, And you have to get up there and it's, you know, really up high. Um, and in there, it's all grays. It's all grays and very soft grays and muted grays and just comfort and creams. And when I get in there, I, you know, I, that's when I invite them in. They're not just automatically there. I have to invite them in, right? Because I'm in control of that space. And when I do that, it gives me the ability to go, "Hi, how are you?" Right? And it's we we get that back and forth. And again, that's how I was taught. So that's how I teach. How do you suggest that people, um, connect with their, their spirit guides?
1: Yeah. So I would say guided meditations would be one of the suggestions. Absolutely. I think that that's a really great way. And I love that you teach inviting them in because it's important to feel the difference of what your energy feels like versus the invitation and then your spirit guides energy and what that feels like in your space. So I love that you, that you actually differentiate the two. And I also like the idea of, yeah, we have to invite them in. It's, it's, um, important that people know they have free will and free choice, but the caveat to that is don't forget to invite, (laughs) invite them in and ask them for help and things like that. Um, that for me is, is, a, is a great way. Uh, I first met my spirit guide in a dream. I find that dreams are a nice way, especially if maybe the idea of sitting in a meditation is difficult, or if, if you're like me and you're like the idea of potentially seeing your guide while you're awake is a little bit scary because I get stuff like that, or at least I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me in my dream was much more doable. Uh, I also say that uh, download writing or channel writing is another good way to get to know your spirit guide and to ask those questions. And, you know, that, that takes, that could take some time, that process, but I feel like guided meditations would be probably number one, if that's something that you're able to do and just really whatever work you can do to hone in on your intuition. And when I say intuition, I mean like that gut feeling, that knowing the aha moments, whatever that feels like for you, the listener uh, or the viewer, you know, that that's what you need to strengthen because what I've been told from my guide, his name's Jason. He's like my main guide uh, of my many, but what I've been told by him is that they give, they use our very, physical faculties to communicate with us. That's why it's a gut feeling. That's why it's like a sudden knowing or just a a feeling, you know, that we, that we get, uh, they use our physical faculties. So to know what that is for you, you'll start to strengthen that, uh, that understanding and that communication with our guides. And the, honestly, for me, at least the best way that I was able to do that was through meditation. And I like to tell people and be realistic with, with people because I know what it's like to be busy and to have a full-time job and a family that you're still taking care of while still trying to cultivate and nurture your spirituality and maybe relationships with those of your dream team, which I call like soul team, same thing. So even if you're just doing like anywhere from three to 10 minutes a day, or most days is going to help you to just sit quietly, quiet the the clutter in your mind or learn how to let it pass through. And by doing so, it just clears out the channel that our guides can use on the other side to start to communicate with us. And it it may or may not be obvious. For me, it still sounds like my voice as if I'm reading a book. So it's not my words. It's not my thoughts, but it's my voice. Mm -hmm. So it's similar to that. It could be images that you get sudden knowings all of a sudden, uh, or feeling just so many different ways that they can communicate with us. Very similar to when we're doing mediumship readings with past loved ones. It's such a, it's, it's all very, very much the same. So learning to differentiate when it's them or not, but there are many ways. It's just a matter of finding one that, that works well for you and sort of sticking with it and then letting it cultivate from there.
0: Yep. Um, I love how you mentioned, um, what was it again? You mentioned something, uh, dreaming that was, uh, one. and that's how my mediumship actually started because I would always say, if I see you in real life, like if I'm awake and I see a spirit, I'm gonna have a heart attack. Like we're not. <laughs> doing-. And that's how my mediumship started because I was so petrified and terrified. I was attacked at 12 years old by a negative entity. And, um, and, and I don't believe in evil spirits and negative, negative entity is something completely different. It is a traumatic event that happens. It's created by energy. It is an energetic being. It is not actually like a a spirit of a past loved one. Um, and I, I was living in a, in an apartment building that had, had a murder in it. Um, we had multiple murders behind our apartment building, uh, oh, nice. and I found out that that entity was residing in that apartment suite, so my whole family mm-hmm. kind of dealt with it at that point, um, but during that process, I, again, I was very much afraid. I had a lot of stuff going on, so seeing anything was traumatizing at that point, right, because of the fear, the all of that. Mm -hmm. That's how my mediumship started. And what a lot of people don't know is when you're connecting to the other side, um, it's like using your imagination. And this is why kids are so gifted, because when somebody tells you that you can, you know, if you imagine the room that you're meeting somebody in, right, and you're relaxed and you're in a calm, just just calm state of being, um, you can imagine or picture that room in your mind's eye that is where you see or where you experience majority of your spiritual gifts and abilities is in your mind's eye, that imaginative state or that imaginative, you know, picture that's in your head. Now, absolutely. Have I seen spirits in person? Yes, (laughs) I absolutely have. Um, And it's entertaining every time. Uh, One of my favorite ones was this little short old lady. Uh, She was my client's grandmother. And um, just curly, curly hair and really entertaining, but she was she was something else. Um, But again, it comes down to that mind's eye, right? And understanding and being comfortable enough that if you're sitting, you know, you don't have to necessarily meditate. If you're sitting and you start to, you know, daydream, that's your mind's eye. That's your mind's eye connecting you to something more, connecting you to somebody more. Um, and, and it's a really amazing state of being to be in where you can, you know, I can sit here, have a full conversation with you and that room is opening up, right. Because I'm allowing it to, and I could have anybody come in and go, oh, hi, you know, I'm so-and-so's, you know, whoever. Um, so building those gifts and abilities and being able to connect to your spirit guides, that kind of opens that door for you to build and create on and expand upon all of your other gifts and abilities. Now, a lot of people who are new to that space are, and and I work with newbies (laughs) because I I love newbies. Um, It can be scary and that's okay, right? Connecting with your spirit guides can seem absolutely terrifying. And a lot of people, one of the questions that I get asked is, or or I uncover, because not many people will ask this question. um, If you awaken spiritually, what is going to happen at that point? Am I going to open myself up to everything else? Am I going to open myself up to all of those fears? You and I, uh, Laura and I both had fears, right? Where we didn't want to see things in person (laughs) because it was terrifying at first, right? Right. Because you look at the movies, you look at all of these movies, all of these TV shows, um, paranormal activity that promote the fear of spirituality. And there isn't that fear. We don't have, you know, once you open up to that idea, there really isn't a lot of fear and you are always in control. And that's what you and I teach, right? That's you and I embody is the control, the boundaries, the respect of, this is my choice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And for me with the progress of this journey that I've been on, it's, it's been really important for me to really cultivate that relationship with my spirit guides and build this relationship of trust. It feels very much like with Jason, for me, it feels like brotherly, not paternal, but more like a, like sibling, but very comfortable for me. Uh, and I like that. And what I like about having built my relationship with, with Jason and other spirit guide members of my team is that I bring them along with me to every other thing that i dabble in when it comes to working with spirit on the other side so when i started to dabble in mediumship with past loved ones i made sure jason was there with me i said okay jason i'm gonna have you speak to them and tell me what to say it made me feel much more comfortable and then when i realized that connecting with past loved ones was very similar to how i connected with jason i was like oh, okay i can do this just stay here be here for me but i can do this and then i carried that over to Uh, crossing over work, which I never thought I would want to do because that is kind of scary. It's basically like that, like, uh, uh, you know, people who have had like haunted hauntings, (laughs) whether or not you believe in that these experiences are real for these people, you know? So it's helping those spirits cross over. And to me, they're, they're low vibing at first, So it can be scary. They may present in um, their low vibing energy. Maybe they're still harboring fear or anger. And those can present, because I use my mind's eye a lot. I'm very, I'm clairvoyant in that way. So when I see them, it can be scary looking. It's not the normal, angelic, (laughs) beautiful being that I'm used to seeing. Um, So having my guides there with me, knowing that, okay, I, you know, Jason, I, I ask him, what do I do next? And I know what to do next because I get the answer. Like, I just know all of a sudden what to do next. And that took time to, to cultivate that language or that communication with, with him to know and to trust because I follow through then. Uh, so I, you know, I, I've been able to dabble in other aspects of spirituality that I probably never would have before because I have my guides. You can do it with your angels. Maybe you have a past loved one, uh, like a, you know, a a grandmother who was paramount in your spiritual journey, whoever Jesus, whoever have them with you as you journey through your spiritual journey um, so that you can say yes and open up the doors to other possibilities and and callings that you may have, but as a human sounds scary. And I do want to comment too. Uh, to, to piggyback on what you were saying about, um, you know, that we're in control and everything like that. Uh, you know, humans are much scarier, scarier and more of a threat to us than spirit ever will be because they're in, especially when we have scarier experiences, they're in our realm, in this physical realm, which we are in control of. It's the people out there. <laughs>
0: you have to worry about so i'm learning that as i go absolutely um and i and that was one of the first lessons that i had to learn was because i felt that i had been attacked by that entity um and that i i had gone through that horrifying experience that i had to work through before i was able to open up to my gifts and abilities sure. and through that process it was scary and i opened up and i figured out who my spirit guide uh my main one his name is richard <laughs> love it and uh he's an older gentleman and it's like not like uh um you know when i was growing up my mom had uh, a friend named richard and it's it's interesting because they're not the same person but they're similar um hmm. in in mannerisms so i think he kind of took on a persona of somebody that i actually liked <laughs> makes sense Um, but again, it was, I I had to go through that process in order to open up. And once I started to open up the knowledge and the downloads and the lifetimes, I have had multiple, multiple lifetimes. Um, I married my twin flame in this lifetime. Um, I can recall multiple lifetimes with him as well, somewhere where we we were together and somewhere we weren't. Um, And throughout this whole process, it's it's kind of it's given me a better insight into humanity, into mental health, emotional health, physical health. It's it's mind-blowing the amount of information that you can receive and access when you learn how to access your own self. Um, and and part your spirit guides can be a part of that. And if you believe in spirit guides or don't believe in spirit guides, that's completely up to you. You get to choose what your spiritual foundations are, right? Um, that's a part of everybody's spiritual journey is who am I? What do I believe? What don't I believe? I don't believe in angels. I, you know, but I don't fault anybody or or disagree with anybody who does, right? Um, because that's, that's not spirituality. And one of the things I'd like to mention on this episode, because I just mentioned it and I'm drawn to it now, is... People believe, I want people to understand, not even just believe, but I want people to understand that spirituality is a choice. Spirituality is an individualistic choice. It is a way of living that allows unconditional love, unconditional support, unconditional knowledge, unconditional opportunities, or, or, you know, just the experiences that we go through. It is a way of living. And it's not a way of living that should ever be, it has to be this way, or it has to be that way. Spirituality does not hold has tos.
1: That's hundred percent true. I always tell people that, uh, you know, the spirit world is limitless.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: you know, I talk about spirit guides and some people may not resonate with that. And that's like you said, that's absolutely fine. I mean, you know, we, I've, I identify them as spirit guides because in my human mind and in my physical experience, that resonates with me. Does that mean that they aren't there? No, you know, it's so it's, it's very individualized, like you said, and there's, there's really no, there's not too many rights and wrongs. (laughs) It's every experience is so individual. That's why it's, it's really hard to, for, for me to ever say, Definitives, when I talk about spirit guides, when I talk about anything and I always refer to, well, my experience has been, or from when I've done readings, you know, I can't say it's like this or that. I did say that Jason says we use our physical faculties because he told me that, uh, but there are people who may not get those physical sensations with intuition and that's okay too. So if there's no right or, or wrong per se, um, but like you said it's just all about love and you know the word spirituality has the word spirit in it so we very much connect with more entities on the other side and then maybe other religions may, may. we we see this conglomerate of support that's that's on the other side and the other side it really does become a part of your everyday. And it really does get interwoven into all the things that you do, whether it's work or home life or, or whatever uh, it spirituality just becomes a, a part of all of it because you realize that spirit is a part of all of it. And you realize that every decision you make, every step you take on your journey is for this higher purpose of, of for your soul. So, you know, everything is related uh in the way that it's meant to be. And, you know, we don't, downplay anybody's experience, even if they're with a particular religion, like that's their truth. And we don't, we don't disregard that. Uh, You know, we're not here to judge or be, be bigots. And that's then, you know, how do we differ from anyone else at that point? So uh, yeah, it's very individualized. It can be very individualized.
0: And see, and, and I love that you said that for me, there is definitives. Um, but that's only, they're my definitives. Exactly. Um, I can stand wholly truthfully and wholeheartedly in my beliefs, but I still stand in yours as well. Right. So I'm not religious. I don't believe in God. Um, I did when I was younger, I obviously I went through a, um, a religious background. Um, but I got to a point where I made that decision for myself and the rest of my family absolutely believe in god my 21 year old son goes to church and i'm like right on how did it go how you know did you how did it feel today i'm still uh, that's i think that's one of the biggest lessons of spirituality for me going back to what i said earlier is it is inclusive right i don't have to agree with what you agree with to love and honor and respect you I don't have to agree with your path, your decisions, because it's yours, right? As long as it's not intentionally hurting me, as long as you're not stabbing me with the knife in the hand, because I'm taking the last cookie, you know, that's, that's the intentional part of it. And, you know, I can walk up to people on the street and not judge them where they're at, because, hey, you're where you need to be, or you don't have to stay where you're at. What do you want? Right. And the spirituality again is, is just such an amazing aspect of of this life, of this journey. And again, the spiritual guides or spirit guides. And okay, so let's jump back into spirit guides here. Uh, animal spirit guides. Ah, oh, yes. I love spirit guides, especially mm. when they're mm. animal messengers. So I have a book. Um, I don't even know where it is right now. Oh, I put it away. So it's up there. Um, so I am a huge, huge supporter of animal spirit guides. And when I was pregnant with my three children, um, I have a bonus. So yes, I, I do have four kids, but I birthed three of them. Um, when I was pregnant with each one of my children, I had a different animal come up so with my oldest son, it was tigers and it was Tigger. I bought everything Tigger. (laughs) Um, I had white tigers throughout my whole house. Um, with my oldest daughter, it was piglet. So I had pigs everywhere. Every piece of clothing she owned had pigs on it some way, shape or form. And then my youngest daughter, it was owls. Everything was owls. And after I had them, while I still hold love for those animals, I'm not obsessed with those animals anymore. And as I awakened to my spiritual journey, I went and looked at the meaning or I identified Mm. the meaning of those animals. And those are my children's totems. Those are my children's spirit animals. And when I read them, it completely gave me insight it's like using a human design design chart or an astrological birth chart mm-hmm. the amount of detail it gave me or depth it gave me into my children that that helped me connect with them it helped me understand how to talk to them how to raise them how to work with them and when you figure the stuff like that out it's, it's quite amazing. Your spirit guides help you do that, right? They give you that insight. And and like I said, it's just so powerful to think, oh, if I go and research, you know, uh, the meaning of a white tiger or a tiger in general, it describes my son.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So that's, I think intuition going back to why it's so important to really start to hone in on your own intuition is because There are animal guides like that, but then there are also animals as signs that spirit guides or loved ones can send. So knowing the difference really is going to depend on, well, what does it feel like to you and go with that first feeling? And that's why the intuition part is so important. And uh, I love when that happens because I feel like whether it's an animal guide or a sign of an animal from your spirit guides if you look it up and I just, I just Google, I, you, it sounds like you have a book, but I just Google I and both. yeah. And you just kind of go wherever you are intuitively guided. So again, intuition is really important. And I feel like for the most part messages can be very similar or how you, and how, what resonates with you can maybe also help you to determine if it was a sign or if it is something like a totem, which is like the the animal that kind of stays with them, their whole life. Right. So it kind of, you know, offers them the guidance. And so there are meditations that you can do to, to meet your animal guides. Uh, there's, um, again, how do you know, they they just kind of keep popping up in your case, they're all over the place, but it's like, they just make pop up or every time you see an animal or even an insect, and then you think, Oh, I wonder if that's from grandpa who passed or gosh, is that my spirit guide sending me the sign that I asked for? If you have that thought that's a yes. Like automatically, if that's your thought, you associate it with whoever, then that is the sign from them. And that's again, going back to communicating, that's how subtle it can be. And that's why learning to, to trust your intuition, trust those, those hits that you get follow through. And if you start to notice, like say a praying mantis is just coming to mind and you think, Oh, I wonder if that's from grandpa look up praying mantis and and see, or, you know, take note of that. If you start to notice more praying mantises, things like that, Um, because that will also help to continue to validate your intuition and to strengthen it as well.
0: Um, It's funny that you would say praying mantis. I saw one yesterday on a movie Um, and it really (laughs) stuck out again. Another one of those things that really stuck out Um, for me, Robin's. Every spring I see robins when they come back um after the winter. And that was my grandma. My grandmother and I would fight, constantly fight about who saw the first robin of the year. <laughs> oh, um, perfect. And so my husband now has taken on that role. And this spring he messaged me, he was in the garage and he's like, Guess what I just saw? I'm like, what? He goes a robin. I'm like <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. Not nice. I don't want to talk to you. But again, that was that connection of I'm here with you, right? Um, I see you. I love you. I'm here with you. And right now we have um, a wild animal um, roosting at our house. And every day it's gone for the day. And then every evening she comes back every night and sleeps on our deck for the evening um and for me that's a sign um an absolute amazing sign but um i'm going to show her to you guys because i took a really good picture of her last night a turkey wild turkey (laughs) oh so just random wild turkey has been on the top of my deck for the last two weeks Wow.
1: See, I would take that as a sign too, because that's not usual.
0: (laughs) No, no, right? Um, I woke up one morning and and I actually searched it that morning because uh, it was seven o'clock in the morning and my window was open. We weren't having our hot, I'm in Canada. And right now we're going, we were just, we're just coming out of a a heat wave Mm. and um, where I am anyway. And so I wake up, my window's open and all of a sudden I hear it's like, what is that? Like I'm in the city. Right. And so I look out my way, I jump out of bed. I look out the window and there is a female and a male Turkey walking across the street. And I'm like, honey, honey, look. And I showed my husband. So I go, I obviously I Googled it. I grabbed the book and I'm like, what does it mean? And then, um, we kept seeing her. And then all of a sudden my husband, he calls me outside one night and he's like, there is a big bird of some kind on our deck and he couldn't see it all he could see was the tail and uh her tail looked interesting because it didn't necessarily look like a normal turkey tail right
1: yeah yeah Um, like
0: this this is what he saw
1: oh like it's sticking over the edge yeah
0: (laughs) and so he's like what is that right like where is that and so I of course being me come outside and I walk through the deck and I look through the paneling and I start laughing cause it's the Turkey and we've seen her. Then we saw her again. And then um, two nights ago or three days ago, they started work in our front yard and I went outside cause they rang the doorbell. I went outside and she's walking around my cars. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? My husband later that night says, Oh, I've seen, droppings on the deck and i'm like okay so that night i look out my bedroom window and there's the turkey sleeping on the deck and so last night my son is sitting outside and i get a text message and he goes mom the turkey's back and so we figured out that yeah she's found safety in our deck um every night so absolutely a sign because who thinks wild turkeys uh would be roosting on you know, somebody's house.
1: So when you looked up the meaning for Turkey, did it resonate?
0: It did. Um, I can't remember currently what it means. Um, I would have to grab the book, but um, it did resonate at that point. And I, I will look again because you're right. It's, th- there is definitely a sign in there. And over the last couple of weeks, even just this past, yeah, the last couple of weeks, I've noticed some transformation happening within my family down there. Oh. And in that, um, having that extra guidance is definitely supportive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause some people resonate more with animals. Like they, I don't want to deal with people. I deal with people enough. I don't want to deal with like a person entity. I, but love animals. Right. So I think that's, I think it's, I think it's great. And there's, again, there's no right or wrong. It's just, it is whatever your truth, you the viewer is truth is and and that's perfect absolutely all
0: right is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going
1: I don't think so I feel like we covered it pretty well so (laughs) it's always fun to talk
0: about spirit guides it is Yeah. All right. If anybody has any more questions or would like to reach out to myself or to Laura, you can do so. Our links are in the description of this episode. Remember that your spirit guides are just your mind's eye away. They're really, they're right there. You can... Experience them. You just have to figure out how you do it for yourself. Our sponsor today is the Butterfly Lotus Company. Go and check their introduction to spiritual gifts and abilities. If you are a newbie, spiritually awakened individual and want to learn what your spiritual foundations are and build on your spiritual journey, that includes your purpose and everything else, you can go find that through the Butterfly Lotus Company. Thank you so much, Laura, for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, lots of love, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening. If you're interested in being a guest speaker, blogger, sponsor, or if you want to see a topic featured on the show, please reach out to us at justalivetv.com. You can find us all across social media. Give us a like, follow, and share. And I, Melissa Crutchler, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.